You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. You're listening to episode 295 of PHP Ugly, filmed in front of a live audience. (laughs) We are a weekly podcast talking about PHP and PHP adjacent stuff. I am your host, Eric Van Johnson, and with me is John Congdon. I thought we were doing this thing. Boom, boom, boom. Bum, and bum. Tom right up. Hello. Hello. I don't think they've actually recognized the fact that they're on the stream. Yeah. So we have we have a studio audience with us tonight, gentlemen. So mind your manners. Live from San no, Francisco. No shit talking. Live from his office? What are you talking about? You can oh, hear him in the background. This is my office. So I got a little. Must be nice to have an office. <laughs> It must be nice to have an office so big you can have a live audience. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's get this over quickly because <laughs> I got reasons. <laughs> I need to put a lock on this door uh, next week for sure. Something going on? Nothing. Nothing going on, man. What you been up to? Well, I've been uh, learning PHP enums, uh, just really digging through the documentation there. And, uh, don't Not a whole a job, lot to read there. So that's a thing. What? Did you say you have a job or you don't have a job? Oh, no, I don't I don't have a job. That's weird. So, so. I felt like you had a job last week. No, I did last week, yeah. Last week you did, but I'm lost now. Did you, did you forget where you worked? No, no, no. Just He misplaced it. Just Yeah, just, just dropped it somewhere and... Uh, you know, at large economic downturn, we had a Series B that was committed to us, and uh, they are no longer. I call it the Elon Musk move. Oh, you found, you found a way to to blame this on Elon. That's I, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's always my that's always my biggest concern going to a startup. You know, it's always you know. Well, sure. Rainbows and whatever, and it never seems to pan out. Well, I don't know about never. I actually can still invest in the company. P- probably won't this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to now because that's insider trader trading. If you don't, I have yeah. No, I have my stocks. My stocks. <laughs> they gave me an extra term to like purchase them if I want to. No, it's, oh, so uh, so so they gave you things that you could buy from them. That's very kind of them. Like here, here's the stuff. If you want it, you can buy it from us. I mean, it's no PHP elephant, sure, but uh, and uh, no, I'm I'm not. I don't think we made you buy those. I'm not just saying. Well, you don't, don't now that always, now that they're always pay now us that, with money. But now that they're in your possession, you do have to give us fifty bucks. They, yeah, they have been attacking my cats, which is weird. Well, Tom, I'm for one sorry to hear of of your joblessness. I don't suppose it's going to be for very long, but I, I have to applaud our, our Discord and their response for when you posted, 
hey, is anybody looking for a PHP developer? Yes. Because and- <laughs> several people were concerned that they had lost theirs. <laughs> I'm like, that was, that was so classic. Only in the Discord will will people respond that way. Which, if you want to hang out with us and Eric's kids and Eric's wife and my mother-in-law, go to discord.phpugly.com. Join the fun. (coughs) If you don't want to do any of that, we don't blame you. (laughs) Yeah, so now I'm back in the market. Um, The severance was surprisingly short. I was surprised on that as well. Yeah. Basically, have up to the end of the month. The end of the month? Like a week or something? Yeah. Yeah, like a week. Yeah. That's okay. Not, but we have, a, we have a term we like to use called not industry standard. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so that goes both ways. Yeah. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. No problem. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've, I got on LinkedIn, and for some reason, when you say 20, 20 plus years of PHP on LinkedIn, they ask you how good you are at Vue. And <laughs> I have to. Explain. And are you interested in learning Rust? I have to explain. I did have I did have one person say, "Okay, so but how about Go? Like we understand that you have a record-setting number of years with PHP. Are you interested in the language Go?" And I said, "No, I'm not." Although COBOL does spark an interest. <laughs> That's great. So I spent I spent one day what we'll call wallowing, and then I went on LinkedIn the next day, and now I can't get my inbox to shut up. Oh, you got me beat by a long shot. I would have wallowed for weeks. Once again, severance package doesn't cover weeks of wallowing. <laughs> That's true. Hey, um, we have a title suggestion in the Discord. Hang on. If you're in our Discord channel and you want to suggest a title for this episode... Bang title space. Give us a title and maybe we'll use yours. Oh, you got to do that in Discord if I didn't say that already. Use it. Okay. Yeah, so it's an annoying situation. It's a situation that you sort of go into with the startup. I believe when I started with this company, the three of us talked mm-hmm. about startup culture, the nature of startup companies. You don't, you don't know when it's going to end, and it could just end suddenly. So it did. And... Now I'm uh, getting berated by people who don't understand the difference between PHP and full stack. But sorry to hear that, man. Well, that's to- that was today's emails. Tomorrow I'm actually looking at director CTO positions because the reason that someone who has well, 20 years of experience so- in PHP is uncommon is because usually they do better professionally than I do. <laughs> as far as becoming in charge of something instead of enjoying programming. So I'm looking at the getting in charge of things thing. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. Good luck. How's your, uh, yep. how's your uh, paragliding been? <laughs> good, good. Why do you ask? I was doing it just before the show. I heard you almost killed yourself. That's good. Huh? What do you mean I almost killed myself? When, what did I miss? Well, yeah, what did I miss? <laughs> Well, the, you, you had a Facebook post about being dragged off a cliff. Oh, no, no, we talked about that last week. Yeah. Isn't that what we talked about last week? I, 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 yeah, we did. You'll have to excuse me. I'm unemployed. You <laughs> <laughs> can't keep track of uh, days anymore. Uh, yeah. It's only been a couple of days, but, you know, it, it sets in really quick. 
Well, okay. So, but I have been, I have been fucking with the kids a little bit, like having them drive me to Dollar General, and like I've got I've got the cardboard box from the elephant, and I drew on it. Um, uh, anything helps. God bless, and just sort of left it randomly in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, th- I think that will become our thumbnail if you have that laying around. We'll just uh, we'll just make that the thumbnail right now. Well, I'm, I'm making that call. <laughs> it's I think it's, not, the, it's the God bless part that my kids wouldn't believe. <laughs> the fact that you're begging for money seems no, completely no, reasonable. On brand, <laughs> for, for sure. On brand. I told you guys the story. This this was a while ago, but. We still talk about it in the house to this day, but like I had this really ratty sweater that I used to wear. It was like just tore up and I let my like kind of like now where I've let my facial hair grow out and let my hair grow out. So it's like all wildly and crap. That's why I've been wearing hats on the show a lot because my hair is like all crazy and and. I went to Starbucks to buy a coffee, and the person in line in front of me bought me a coffee. And I'm like, that's cool, thank you. And I was like all appreciative, and I walked out, and I'm driving home like, that person thought I was homeless, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure that person thought I was homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Not that they're trying to get you to pay it forward yourself, because you probably didn't. Yeah, No, no, it was definitely like... <laughs> He turned around, looked at me, looked at me up and down, and went like, let me buy his coffee, too. I'm like, hey, man, thanks. <laughs> yeah, mine has whiskey in it. That's when you're if supposed I give to- you a handy, what, can I get a sandwich? <laughs> you're supposed to yell at the top of your lungs, nobody next to you. Well, I mean, but that's the thing, though, is that I've I've looked at people in the in the line behind me and known that they've have they have teenagers and treated them exactly the same way. Like that guy just needs a break, just like a, a five dollar break. Mm-hmm. Yep. Speaking of which, our live studio audience—they're no being ch- chatter, chattery. Like one thing that they had was be quiet, and I've just been hearing like rattling over there and giggling and chirping. Yeah, sour patch kids being passed around. <laughs> yep. Damn it! Yeah, there's. There's two kinds of sleepovers. There's the sleepover where you don't know you're gay yet, and there's a sleepover where you know you're gay. <laughs> and that's called an orgy, Tom. <laughs> I'm going to go there. <laughs> All right. I think... <laughs> I think I'm uh, pretty sure I know what you guys actually did this week. We've had a lot of talking. We had a little discussion, but... What do you I mean, mean, come on. It's no, what do you mean no secret. Did. I'm actually unemployed. I am legit. Come on, Tom. This isn't a come topic on, Tom. for the show. Tom, we don't. You don't need to. You don't need to try to play coy with me. I know. Please, I need a job. The baseball All Star game was on this weekend. If anybody can hear me, I need a job. And <laughs> I'm sure you all watched the All Star game. There was an All Star so, game. Nope. Although I, I probably should have. My kid would love it. I think your kid might actually respect you a little if you did something. What? Am I on mute? Hello. <laughs> I took my kids to a baseball game and invited you to it. Up right by you. Right by your house. You did. I know. Actually, how far away is that? Is Lake Elsinore from you? It can't be far. Like 20 minutes. I don't even have to get on the freeway. I, I just go straight down the main drag here to it. He was literally just there and just decided not to be there anymore. I literally drove by it today to go to Costco to get gas. I mean, it's 
I pass it all the time. I've gone to a couple games. The funny thing, I was, I was sitting there at the game, and he texts me. He's like, where are you sitting at? I'm looking for you. I'm like, you're here? Like, looking all around? He's like, no, I'm watching you online. I'm, wa- I'm watching the stream, man. I mean, there's only like a dozen people there, so uh, I figured I'd be able to call him out. But You never did find me on there? I, I don't know. Like, single A ball, so like the quality isn't that good when they pan to the yeah you know, to the fans. So I don't know if I saw you. Like I thought I saw you like four or five times, but I could never be sure. <laughs> if you saw my kids, they were paying. They were not paying attention to the game. They were trading Pokemon cards. So there you go. John's the one with giant on. kite <laughs> and the shirt that says "I love paragliding." What? Uh, what did you think of the stadium? Like, what did you think of that experience? I love minor league baseball. I was just I, curious what you thought. I really enjoyed it. It's way more manageable than Petco Park. Like, right? Getting in, getting around, finding a drink. Like, it was it was great. Like, I would enjoy going to that if it weren't an hour drive for me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was. My fondest memories from my childhood wasn't going to Baltimore Oriole games, which, I mean, I went through to a few. You and don't say. Remember that. No, they're, but they're so well known for being a thrilling team. They were back in the day, buddy. Watch your watch your mouth. But my dad taking me to a minor league baseball game, which back then was played at a high school baseball field, that they had like these bleachers set up, these big bleachers. And uh, I loved it. And much like now, minor league teams, even even the low divisions, the Class A, which is what the Storm were, even they have dedicated stadiums now, which is mind-boggling to me, but whatever. Well, but yeah, I, mean, I, I liked it because I could go, I could get a beer, I could sit. I go to the professional ultimate team, and they're played at a high school stadium, and you can't – they don't really have anything there for you to – can't buy a drink. You're just there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It, it's nice. It's a high school stadium, so you got the metal bleachers. Going to that baseball game, completely different story. It was, really was a good experience. And we're, yeah. I was two rows in, so we're sitting right there by the dugout. We could see the players way easier. And there's not, there's not a bad seat either. Yeah. yeah, there's not a bad seat. And your kid, I mean, your one kid's a little older. Actually, I mean, your kids my, are my kind young, of there. My youngest one is turning six, and he's way into baseball. Well, my point being is they're kind of to that age where you could you could feel comfortable with them wandering around that stadium and you not trailing them because you could yeah. you could watch them wherever they went like you Pretty could much. see them. Yeah. Oh, oh wow, yeah. man, that was like the most baseball we've ever talked. That was, I'm just good. Good. <laughs> My yeah. kid turned six on Saturday and is having a baseball themed birthday party on Sunday. Cool. He's sure, a, my invite got lost. Whatever, it's fine. He's. I asked him, and he said no. Yeah, no, it was, at, it, was at, it was at the stadium. You just didn't go. <laughs> oh, my God. Do we have any PHP to talk about? Anything? Oh, my God. Sure. Are you kidding me? Should we have I, I, I have a ton of things to talk about, so I don't, I, don't want to, I don't want to hog the show. I've been trying to be better at that, so I'll let you guys, I'm you gonna, guys go. Go ahead, Tom. <sighs> I don't think Tom has we, a lot to no, say. No, we, we got into the last, like, six days before we locked down 8.2, and all the PRs came through. PRs? The, R- RFCs. Okay. You happy? Yes. <laughs> all the RFCs came through, namely the 
the short tag version two got flat out rejected. So the, the short closures, the short tags, whatever you want to call it, probably short closures. Cause that's actually the, the correct term. Uh, it got rejected. They they're dedicated to coming back and doing a version three for the next release, but it got dropped, but we got a bunch of RFCs that did come through a lot of stuff for, uh, you know, that thing they're called, they're called, uh, those things. Trying to figure out which are you talking about? You said short, was it short closures 2.0? Short closures 2.0. The RFC is auto capture closures, but the name of the RFC is short closures 2.0. Well, does it need two thirds? Because it got twenty seven to sixteen. Does need two thirds? Yeah, it was one uh, point away from approval. Gotcha. Um, but Enums got a lot of work in this PR, specifically properties of Enums in constant expressions and disjunctive normal form types, which I guess aren't Enum related. Uh, like I said, I've been I've been trying to read about the enum stuff. The PHP documentation for enums is really unsatisfactory. the The real good source is Stitcher, Stitcher.io, and we'll have a link to that in the the blog, the description, show notes, show notes, <laughs> whatever. I mean, <laughs> theoretically, there's a blog. No, nope. no, not right. really. no, there isn't. So I've been trying to really understand enums and one of the one of the issues was enum fetching properties of enum and constants so enums can have properties and methods but in a constant you can't reference the property or method uh, of an enum so it was kind of restrictive a lot of the conversation around this was that this was just an oversight of the enum implementation uh, where you wanted to fetch the name of an enum or the the color of an enum, but constants couldn't access that stuff. That got accepted. The one that's trying to find what's the use what's the use case here? I'm still not because they're using just letters, class A, const C. Like, what's the what's the driving force here? The driving force here is that if you are building a model class that is intended to serialize, you're not getting a serialized version of the enum in your constants. You're just getting a, an instance of the constant class where in a model or in something that is intended to be serialized, you want your constants right away to be able to say, what is the value? What is the serializable value of this constant instead of just the whole, the whole class? So it's this, if you're used to eloquent models, this makes sense. Eloquent models have constants as enums, status underscore good, status underscore bad, status underscore draft. They will just be zero, one, two, three. But when you're using the modern implementation of enums, you can't initialize a model with those values. You have to have a... a, secondary method you have to have a method that looks at the constant as it's defined and then pull the value from it 
it's it's this is not a powerful component of PHP. This is just a helper component of PHP. This just makes sure that if you're defining value objects, your value objects are only value objects and not value objects that have an instance of an EDUM class in them for no reason whatsoever. Does that make sense? I think so. So this is sort of unusual for PHP. Constants aren't allowed to have a lot of behaviors. Uh, You're not allowed to do math in constants or instantiated object references or even static object references. But apparently the implementation on this was simple enough to say, hey, enums are useful, but they're missing a fundamental component, which is that constants in their current usage represent enums and that migration from PHP 8 to PHP 8.1 would be really helped by this. So this is, I I don't, I don't see a problem with this. I don't see a big issue with this. It'll just be helpful. Um, The next thing, but that that one barely passed as well. Well, everything barely passes at at 68%. So one that didn't barely pass 25 to 1 is disjunctive normal form types. And it is a simple concept with a stupid name. But it basically means that you can now use comparative operators in uh, in in object inheritance definitions. So you can say, if this thing is an instance of A or B, or A and C. Hmm. So, so again, what, what's the use case for that? I mean, bad obviously, so, mostly bad programming. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the one everybody, almost everybody agreed on, right? So right now, right now when you do a, a return type declaration, you, you can only say this is an int, or this is a... Object of type something. Now we can right. say that this is a int or a string, or you can say it is this and this. So it has to be a type of an interface. So maybe it's a type of an interface and a concrete implementation, which makes no sense. Why would it not be the comp- the concrete implementation? Yeah, no, yeah. So the and is throwing me well, in here. There and then it, then it comes of- down. Are- it comes down to a parameter con- contra variance as well, oh. which which is where I'm. Re- I, that's that's where I'm really getting lost. It's like I don't I don't understand what this is. What what the use case for this is? So the easiest use case for any of this stuff is is an image of type JPEG or PNG or GIF, but, gotcha. but not bitmap or gotcha. or null. Or if it's an image of type URL, so like, yeah, you can, like I said, this is bad code helper. No, I, I don't think so. I mean, now that you put it like that, I mean, that, that makes, makes some sense, right? It it's just some, another it makes la- later va- validation. Except that except JPEG should extend image, so you should be able to just check on is type of image. And then, so like... Well, yeah, this- yeah like you so said, you can make it a, you make image a value object as well and just you know pass that but right hand, handle all that validation in there i don't know and i'm not i'm not comp sci 
I can't yeah. I can't tell you why some of these things make sense. I can tell you when you start getting into if this is a sorting al- algorithm, but it's not a member of the B tree sorting algorithm, but it is a member of the the quantum whatever sorting algorithm like yeah you can you can be really allows you to be really really particular without using the term instance of which is it does have a, a weight to it in theory so it will speed up certain behaviors that you probably shouldn't be doing in the first place or you should probably be doing because you are a cs major and you're working in what should be pearl but isn't <laughs> I mean, this is this is one of those catch ups to other other languages where they're like, oh, well, other languages let you do this, and the implementation is lightweight enough that they're like, well, we don't want to be worse than other languages. Right. I definitely get, I definitely get the ors, the this and this or that makes it tricky, but I'm sure I could find use, uses of it. Well, and I'm sure that the actual like the low level tokenized implementation is very lightweight. And worked great. So, so why would you object to it? Because is it's it, going to lead a really ugly code to read. Yeah, because because PHP is still a web language. We're just not supposed to do that. I don't, man, I don't know. I'll fight people. <laughs> nah, I'm excited about it. Finally, thanks to our sponsor. This episode of PHP Ugly is sponsored by HoneyBadger.io, the web developer's secret weapon. HoneyBadger offers exception, uptime, and cron monitoring all in one place, and it is easily installed into your web application. Deploy with confidence and be your team's DevOps hero. Their list of features can fit a team of any size. Are you just starting out? Have a fantastic free plan for life that you can use while your traffic is low. Are you an established business? Perfect. You should have a system in place to alert you to errors in real time not finding out when your web visitors complain, if they ever do. In addition, their third-party integrations will let you connect some of the most commonly used alerting services so that you can know at a moment's notice if things go wrong. Head over to honeybadger.io to sign up for a free account to get started. And while you are listening to a PHP podcast, HoneyBadger supports so many languages, including Ruby, JavaScript, Elixir, Python, Go, and so many more. Head over to HoneyBadger.io and start your trial today. Thank you, HoneyBadger. Thank you, HoneyBadger. Honey <laughs> Unprompted. That was awesome. That was pretty good. Oh, obvious participation. You gotta like that. Do you gotta Y'all like that. <laughs> All right. Eric, I want, I want to get back to event sourcing. How's your project coming along? Don't help, well, I wasn't John. Done. Yeah, you were. You jumped right into Honey Badger, so you were done. Constants in traits. Oh, I guess you weren't done. Damn it. Eric, I wanted you to talk. Constants and traits, <laughs> go right. for it. What? The the best part of this proposal is uh, why weren't constants in traits in the first place? And uh, it seems like no one knows why. It was just <laughs> it was just a slight oversight. There's references to links where Somebody mentioned constants when traits were being defined in the first place, but whoops, we missed them was like the whole answer. It's, it's one of the best parts of any RFC I've seen. And still barely passed. <laughs> still barely passed. Well, no, it, pa- it passed with two thirds, like a hard. Well, yeah. 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 That's still barely. <laughs> I was going to say, it's still barely. 28 divided by 40, 70%. It's above 66. Really? 
Mm. You okay, Tom? I'm trying to get my kitties on camera. They're on camera. We can see them. We can see That's one. I was wondering why everybody was yelling cats in the Discord. I'm like, what? I'm looking around. There was one wandering around your it's kids just earlier. It's just the one. <sighs> my cats are camera shy. How is event sourcing going? Well, Tom, thank you for asking. John apparently doesn't care. Give a shit. <laughs> Whatever. Not at all. Can we move on, please? It's going all right. I actually spent I actually spent the week writing tests, writing some crud, doing a, some cleanup. I, we were bringing on a developer, start working on some front end stuff. So I wanted to make sure I had some endpoints cleaned up and stuff like that. So I didn't spend a ton of time on event sourcing this week, but fortunately for me, I did finally come come. I finally found a good resource for event sourcing. I don't know if you guys are even aware of this. This is kind of fun. So it's the repo is called FOSS, so Free Open Source Software, FOSS Coloring Books. And there is a coloring book on the, the most recent coloring book they came out with was for event sourcing. So, yeah, you know, my life is doing really well right now. I started, it's, uh, I started looking at that, but I got one panel in and kind of gave up on it. It's actually event-driven architecture, and yeah. it's called EDA and the Three Dwarves. And yeah, I didn't actually read it either. I just thought it was <laughs> funny that that they're they're fuzz, and that's not the first one. There, there's a few of them out there. There's uh there's Ansible. There's uh, SEL Linux, which is uh. It's funny because uh, Ansible's not Foss. Uh, it's not. Are you sure? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Ansible Tower. It's the, yeah, yeah. I'm the rest of sure it is. the rest, all the new work on Ansible is not Foss. Right. So I'll throw, I'll throw that in our show notes. I just thought that was kind of funny to kind of come across is that there are all these uh, coloring books out there now. So, yeah. I, I, thought that I, was I expect to see your completed work next week on the show. <laughs> My yeah, coloring book? Yeah, and you better stay in the lines this time, damn it. No. I don't, I'm an outside-the-line type of guy, John. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, it's going well. A client seems kind of happy with uh what we're doing you know it's kind of it's cool because we're this is kind of like the driving project to make some upgrades to some legacy code base as well this is a uh, an api driven application. So the part i'm working on is the back end apis and then there's this this more of a larger application a monolith really of an application that handles all the front ends. Now, historically, the, the authentication all the, history there, right? All the front end was the app. I mean, this monolith was the entire application, and a new architecture we've been rolling out is this API-driven sort of solution where we're putting the front end in the monolith, and then we're creating these APIs. You might ask yourself, why do that? What's the benefit of that? I'm glad you asked, Tom. That's a that's a very reasonable question to ask. Uh, because this monolith has gotten so big, it's becoming more and more difficult to change little components within the monolith without the concern of breaking other components or bringing down the entire application. So with this API-driven architecture and having all the APIs be their own small little applications off their running, we're able to iterate at different rates. Like we can keep the Laravel 
install for the APIs way more current than for the monolith because there's a lot more uh, regression testing that needs to go on whenever you upgrade anything in the monolith. Mm-hmm. So this this approach is nice, right? We we've done it already for an application, and now this this event this event sourcing app is another is going to be the second kind of API endpoint. But there are definitely pros and cons to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There there always are. But within the monolith, we're taking this opportunity to start to introduce, say it with me, the tall stack. Yep, that's right. Laravel was already there. Laravel was already there. But now we're getting Tailwind, which we're we're looking to use, and then the cream, the cream of laca. I don't know how to say that word. Livewire. Yep, Livewire. My first Livewire components are being implemented in this monolith. So it's looking good. I'd love to get into Livewire. I hear you get free time now, maybe. (laughs) It's not free. (laughs) Yeah. What's really cool is I'm actually not doing that part. I I just architected it. He's so excited that it's there. He's like, but I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Well, it's not by choice. There are a lot of moving components here, but... I'm really excited because the person who is doing it is starting to embrace it more and they're seeing the benefits and they're enjoying it. So Kaelin. it's it's always exciting. No, it's Ooh, not Kaylin. You don't it's know always, the person. It's always Kaylin. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's cool, man. But now I have to admit, I have to admit, when I heard that you you have you know joined the the unemployed for a little while, which is fine. I mean, yeah, I'm not holding you personally responsible no, for it. It's not like we had eight episodes about you living under a bridge. <laughs> That's very true. Very true. I'm going to miss your weekly complaining about the Laravel release cycle because this week I actually had feedback, like the latest release of Laravel. I'm like, holy crap, there's some really cool things in here. And I bet you Tom doesn't even care. Yeah, I didn't look. Didn't even bother looking. Didn't even bother looking. Don't care at all. That's lovely. Lovely. Do we want to talk about them? Do you care now? Do you want to hear about I mean, it? Because I know John doesn't. You can throw a link at me, and I can tell you how you're wrong. <laughs> you don't seem to have any links here, though. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that after the show. I'll I'll find a better link, but I'll throw one. I'll throw one. I'll throw one at you here, Tom. I'll throw one at you in the Slack channel. Just give me uno momento, por favor. Hey, man, you're the editor. Take all your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see if I can. Uh, that's another thing for for our regular listeners. I have to apologize because something in our workflow is acting a little janky, and it's been clipping it's targeting me specifically. <laughs> it totally is. It has been it's been clipping the hell out of Tom, and I really don't have a good explanation to why. Oh, I got, I do. But I'm going to try a new service. Not a new service. A service that. We had used previously, but I'm going to revisit that service and, and try service and try to use it again. So I do appreciate everybody letting me know when the shows are clipping, but and hopefully we'll get it resolved here uh, this week. I do hear it. I do go back and listen to the show after I release it, and, and you're like, and eh, it's, it's just time. It me. Pretty much, it's like he doesn't really ever say anything important. So, all right. So this release 
Laravel did that thing that Tom loves so much and added some new features. And I've got to say, not even mad. Adding features isn't a problem. <laughs> Adding okay. features, I don't think that's ever been a complaint, right? It's always when they break backwards things. It's, yes. Yeah. I don't think they've ever broken backwards thing, but you know, well, Tom no, seems I, to I, I have a PR that says different. Anyways, you know who works for Laravel, but he also has, before he went to work for Laravel, I think he released a package for making really pretty command line um, responses using like artisan commands. And he, he must have had like a ton of input on this release because there is a lot of revamping of artisan commands and some new artisan commands that like didn't even realize, like, I didn't realize I wanted this command so much. But so first off, that's funny. Is the, I use a tool that actually parses artisan commands that no longer works because of a minor change. What, what, what tool is that? Artisan CLI for, for web. Oh, wait a minute. So, so not an official package for Laravel, just something somebody created and didn't bother keeping up to date. Is right, that, no, is well, that what no, you're about to complain they, about? They had just assumed, no, it sounds like that's what you're about to complain they had about. They just assumed that minor version changes wouldn't break everything. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so now the artisan command has a much prettier output, first off, just, just across the board. There's a lot of things. And when I... <laughs> After I upgraded, I ran him like, "Hey, that that kind of looks different. I, that doesn't look the same." Um, so there's a couple there's a couple of new things. There's a couple of new commands, and hear me out on this because it doesn't sound like it's a big deal, but kind of kind of is. I'm trying to remember all the details about it because I ran him this morning, and then of course I haven't run him since. One of them is artisan model show, and this gives you an output of everything about that model, including what it looks like in the database. So it gives you all the, the columns and what sort of columns they are, whether strings and nits or anything like that, whether that column is being casted, whether it's a cast. It's a very handy kind of just dashboard, right, of, of all your stuff. And, and that was actually one of the things I, I was thinking about is like this one and another one we'll talk about here in a second I can almost see running these things every night and feeding them into like some sort of document dashboard for the developers. And one of the things that allows you to do that. So hear me out on this. The, these new commands, of course, they have they have your normal command line output, right? So you, you can read them there just fine. But they also have JSON switches you can throw to them and they'll dump their data into JSON. And we've talked a lot about document stores and that's actually where i store a lot of like the show information and things like that i have an account db document store this is this would feed into that perfectly where i could actually run these commands against all my models and get all the information about the application make these json documents and then pump it into a document store like couch db and then start feeding that up as a dashboard for developers I mean, that's just a win-win across the board for me. Absolutely. I, I, I don't disagree at all. <laughs> but. Stop messing with me, Tom. <clears throat> but. 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 No, 
people wait. have already developed these kinds of tools for themselves based off of the expected results of artisan. Oh, yeah. And when I get something in Laravel 9.21 that says nearly all the built-in artisan commands have been reimagined to deliver a better experience, I think to myself, oh, so you've completely fucked everyone who expected results in one format. And you've done it in a minor, minor release. Okay, so the other thing I was going to say about this is that... that No, he doesn't. John, <laughs> no, he doesn't. The other thing I was going to say about this is that model show... So, so, so this is one of my great... Kind of a great... Have you ever used... Um, uh, where you, where you wanted to like change an existing column in in a, in a migration, so you've had to write another migration, but you wanted to change like the column length mm-hmm. or something like that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes, not John. Laravel, you don't use, yes, so don't John. You don't use Laravel. Okay, I have several times. I do. Sounds like bad foresight. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to let me finish my statement at some point in the yeah, show. What are you going to do? Fire me? <laughs> <laughs> so if you've ever done that, or if you've ever, there's a lot of things if you try to do with the database, or if you try to use this new model show, it requires the doctrine DBAL package. So you have to install this additional package, which is a very common package in PHP applications just in general. I thought that was required so my, dev for for... Laravel. No, I guess it's not. I guess not. And that, that was going to be my gripe, right? It's like, if, if there are going to be so many things dependent on this package, why don't you just include it? Why, why does this become part of the standard, you know, uh, deployment of Laravel? Why, why is it always got to be this add-on? Yeah, like, see, I'm I, glad that you agree with me on this, is that new includes does, do not belong in minor releases. That's what you were saying, right? I'm going to give you that. Sure, sure. New dependencies? New, yeah, new dependencies in minor releases? Probably, definitely But see, bad. we're back to the whole enum thing, right? It's not a new dependency if you just choose not to use that feature. So there's, there's that whole thing going on there. I mean, sure, there was that original false equivalency that you made. Then there's, uh, there's artisan about... So we've had we've had all these artisan commands. There's artisan about. This one's pretty cool because it gives you again, it gives you an outline of everything about your application, the PHP version you're running, the I think the Laravel version you're running, just a bunch of a bunch of information. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like both of them. So as far as I can tell with the artisan about, it just reads your config files and echo- No, I don't think so. I think it does. Because most, no, because it, because it's broken down by the name of the config file, and then the setting on. So that is actually something interesting because this is the one that you, as a package maintainer, you actually have the ability to add your own information to that about command. So when that about command is ran, it can actually it'll display information that you tell it to display. And I'm like, wow, this is really opening up kind of possibility of abuse, right? Yeah. Like people can just start dumping in all their Patreon links and stuff like that. Speaking it, of it which, get what is clutter. our Patreon link? Do we have one of those? Oh, yeah, we do. Thank you, our Patreon supporters. 
that would be patreon.com slash php ugly by the way we we do appreciate you so out of curiosity i I know we've had discussions about this recently i'm gonna change subjects real quick we have somebody commenting on youtube did you turn on something that automatically deletes comments me no yeah well you only have eight take care they're 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 saying that we're by the way great farmer freelance hi uh Don't, Wait, why are we why are we deleting comments? Don't, don't bother. Gentleman <laughs> Terrible is an excellent translation of PHP Ugly. Yeah, I don't. We're not deleting comments. Okay. Is it, yeah, I, I just know. knew there was. I, I just knew there was conversation about turning something off. But. <laughs> but I believe that this is a this is a Google Translate version of we have we only have eight viewers. Gentleman, terrible. Would you like some SEO help? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. Okay. I tried. I tried turning. I tried turning chat off for for YouTube just because you know anybody who who is a regular listener they they're in our Discord and I really have kind of, kind of gotten picky with with the, our people in Discord taking kind of priority in our live show conversations and don't really see a whole lot of benefit of of having something like YouTube chat going, but I couldn't figure out I couldn't figure out how to turn it off, so I just didn't even worry about it. Hold on, I'm creating a truth social account for us right now. Okay. <laughs> I had a I had an interesting thing I tried to do this week. I figured it out, but it took me longer than I, I'm not proud to admit. So there is a there is a eloquent command you can use in Laravel where you run a query and you simply say exists. And the use case I had for this was that again that API driven application that I'm running, I wanted the developer who was doing the front end to check to see if the client was already using a name for you know what they're working on. And I wanted them to be able to do it without having to submit an entire form and, you know, go through the normal validation. So I just made this, you know, little endpoint where it says, okay, give me the name, give me the client ID, and I will look up in the table and see if that record exists. So typically the way I I would have done this in the first pass was I would do a first and then I would see if that you know, if that existed and if it existed, then I would know, yes, it exists and, you know, it's not unique. And if it didn't exist, I would say it doesn't exist. Well, I came across the command uh, this week that called exist. Well, just, just does that. If you pass it exists instead of first or get or something like that, it will simply return a true or false. And it says, Hey, this record you're looking for is here or this record you're looking for isn't here. Right. So here's here's the caveat to that. If they were looking for uh, the record, the name, and it was there, I actually wanted it to return the inverse. I wanted it to return because what it was returning is is unique, was the JSON it was returning. I wanted it to return false. But of course, that was being set to true because it existed. So I needed to figure out a way to inverse whatever that ended up being. And was a very simple solution, but it was it was like one of these wacky little things. It was like, hey, wait a minute, this should be easier than I'm making it out to be, and and ended up uh, 
taking me way more time than, like I said, I'm happy to admit. But once I figured it out, it was simple. I just used coalescent operator, right? And just said, hey, is this true? If it's true, then mark it as false. And if it's, if it's not true, then mark it as true. Good job. I was proud of myself. <laughs> so if you're wondering, we are truthsocial.com at PHP only. Stop it. What you better truth, not have done that. What is no what are you talking about? What is truth social? That's Trump's stupid thing. What uh, is wrong with you? Get a job. <laughs> I'm trying, man. Fucking find a hobby, man. What is wrong with you? I haven't even I haven't even told you the worst part. It doesn't get much worse than that. Do you know what I did a month and a half ago? I convinced I convinced my friend, my best friend here in Colorado Springs. To quit his long-standing job. Start working oh, yeah. I forgot about that. He worked. Oh, don't tell me he got laid off. He worked for a month and a half. <gasps> so if you're looking Ouch. for a QA engineer or SDET level two engineer. Ouch. Whoops. That hurts. Whoops. Whoopsie. I did. I forgot. I had forgotten all about that. Yeah, we had dinner tonight. I think he shit my taco. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm sorry, Tom. I'm sorry. I mean, you losing a job is is kind of funny to me, but I can can feel where you're at. It's funny to everyone. Except him. Yeah, that sucks. Except him. He's he's kind of upset about it. I can't imagine why. Although yeah. we, we did get we did get the same severance package. <laughs> You've been there for how many years? A year. Well, since you know, a year, a year and a half. Have you since been starting? Oh, it was a year and a half. Yeah. Okay, I was say, have, have you even since, been there a year? No, since they since they launched. Mm. Anyways, I've been drinking. Yeah, you have. So maybe you. maybe John and I should keep talking then. You just buckle up. So yeah, I've been doing a lot of work with APIs. I've forgotten. I have forgotten how much I enjoy working with Postman. Postman is such a well thought out and awesome God, little still, application. God, that, that feels like that feels like giving my kids first car like a Volkswagen Beetle, and they're like, "I forgot how much I love driving." I love my. We had Dude. a we had a, we had a little Volkswagen Postman shit show. I cannot. It's you, not a shit My show. God, what are you talking about? Postman, if you want to sponsor us, you just let me know. I got your back on this Here's one. Po- I love Postman. Postman has. What do, you, what do you use? I have to use Postman. No, you don't. There's like use, a dozen different use apps PHP out there. Storm. Postman has, has done a very good job of tiering their systems to the point where you're like, Hey, I'm super annoyed with this. And they're like, hey, well, it's only $5,000 per user now. Like if you just change your, your plan, huh? the, the basic plan for users means like everything you do is shared and anyone can just view your collections and fuck them up all they want. I don't think so. You're saying you're saying the yeah. free the free plan like, is no, like no. that? No, no. I'm saying the paid plan is like that. Yeah. The enterprise plan has groups and permissions where you say this is my collection and I'm sharing it within the company, but I don't want them to modify it. But in the in the first tier paid plan, 
you are everything is shared. Like nothing is yours. It is yes. It is. I do. I, I do find that. Postman. I do. I do understand that. Like collection set up, and then somebody inadvertently saves something that they shouldn't have. Changes what how you had something set up. Which which if you're good at Postman breaks everything because I I use Postman for tests. I use Postman for automated testing. Like I I have uh, authentication keywords passed across different requests within the collection. Yeah, like if if someone goes into my Postman collection and changes one letter, everything I have breaks. And they have a conference about like how to how to best use Postman. But part of the conference is like also this has to be enterprise or else someone will will break all your shit. (laughs) And I don't think there's change tracking involved, so you don't know what changed. It's just like, yeah, all of a sudden this is not the way I left it. What happened? I mean, there's enough change tracking that if you actually have a big problem, they'll say, hey, upgrade to the enterprise version, and we still have your old data. You just can't get it until you go to enterprise. Postman is is very money-grubbing, and I, I hate their business model. Use PHP Storm. You're good to not, go. It's not like they do anything. There's another. There's an open source version out there as well. I forget what it's called. What is it called? Not Paul. Paul. Paul is the Apple Apple version. Yeah, I'll see if I can remember what the other app is called and see if I can find it. Tom, I have to be honest. It's been a while since I've used it, but I'll I'll turn you on to it. Maybe you'll like that. I forget what it's called. Use PHP Storm. I'll say it again. Tom doesn't use PHP Storm. Well, what's his problem? I've I've never seen PHP Airplane? Storm's request nope. system. Yeah, it's there. It's actually pretty slick. Seen presentation of it at a conference. John, who who was it that did that? The PHP Storm. Yeah. That would be Tim Lytle. There you go. Insomnia, uh, t- Tom. Insomnia. Yeah. I'll, I'll put no, it in I the got show that notes. Too. Okay, That's what the you hell are you so pissed off about? At least I got that. <laughs> oh my god, what's going on? I'll throw it in the show notes. I think this is an open source alternative. And like I said, it's been a long time. I used it back in the day when I was like, oh, everything I use is going to be open source. And then I stopped that for some reason. I don't know. But yeah, it's well, out there. All right, we're going to go back to that. Everything's open source. We're going to stop spending money. Actually, this is this is get started for free. So apparently, this is not even free anymore. This is get started for free, unlimited. Nope, API client, API. Yeah, there's a, there are things you do not get with a free tier anymore. But and you know, oh. speaking of open source, one of the things I've I've been trying to do since you know my lack of employment uh, is trying to like trying to find an open source thing to contribute to. Like get my get my GitHub numbers up. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought that was it, going no, somewhere. Seems, I I actually it seems like everyone's talk- already done everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually talked to Joe Ferguson about that this week too. He he some he suggested the the Snipe IT Snipe IT app asset management app. Snipe IT, yeah, that's it. From you're 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 a big fan of of Snipey, 
Uh, this is her her business that she started off of the open source package that she created, and seems to be a very good model for 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 her. But yeah, Joe says this is a great little project to to jump into and contribute to if you're interested. Nah, I just beat both of them in one go. Stop playing with the Discord chat. He's playing with the live audience is what he's doing. <sighs> I just want to let you know, paper beats rocks when you both throw rocks. All right, we're done. Sounds like we're wrapping up. I mean, God, I hope so. I just... All right, I do want to say one thing. If Look, uh, the new many of now. you guys are aware, John and I have been running a PHP Architect coming up on a year. We're getting close to a year, a couple months out from a year. Holy crap. Um, But next month, we have some pretty cool articles coming out, including one on a topic that I talked about in the past, which is Git work trees and Git rebates. I thought you were going to say Vim. (laughs) It would be weird to have a Vim article in a PHP magazine. Yeah, we will not be publishing that. Yeah, no, that's a feature article next week. Tom says, shut the hell up. It's actually, actually going to be a series. It's actually a really good article. It is a really good article. I don't know. But uh, no, I, I, I almost opened re- the magazine, got to the Vim article, and couldn't figure out how to close I- the magazine. It's <laughs> so me. funny. So I almost reached out to that contributor and said, hey, do you, you want to add a get bisect in there by chance? Because... That's kind of a cool command too. I still might do it for for next month, but I don't think there's enough for an entire an entire column. But yeah, get work trees and get rebase is going to be a really good article next month. So I strongly if you if you're not subscribed to PHP Architect, now would be a good time to do that because uh, some good stuff coming out. All right, and I and I got to cut off the uh, I got to cut off the studio audience because it it really lies look like it's turning into an orgy. So. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? This is my kids you're talking about, you monster. All right, that's fine. That was one of them. Nope, two. A couple of them. What? I didn't. (laughs) Two of the four. Go ahead and kill it. (laughs) Two of the four. You mean kill it over here? Here, I'll kill it. There. I apologize. I did not recognize your wife. Whoa! My wife? His wife's not there. What are you talking about? My wife is not in here. What is wrong with you? You're right. Thank you didn't recognize listening. her because she's not here. <laughs> you are in so much trouble the next time we meet. Well, it's just took a really wrong turn. Man, it's so weird. <laughs> Tell me Tom's been drinking. All right. That's going to do it for episode 295 of the critically acclaimed PHP Ugly Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. He's drunk. Keep it ugly. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me. 
ugly Shout out to PHP the ugly It's called ugly cause it's not professional But I'm about to come through and bless it with style So let's do it when I'm spitting I perfume the room Yo the segment of the show is called doom and gloom That came from Thomas Yeah can nobody go beyond this I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise Yeah and y'all know we fill them up with anguish We talking about the PHP the programming language About to break it down no exaggeration What do y'all do for a living web applications Okay, I can dig it, my words spray tight Uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights Yeah, when it comes to rhyming You can call me the new dude I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube So let's get it, you know my lyrics are major All up in the comments, they got plenty of haters But they doing what they doing Keep it ugly, we ending every show With the saying, it's lovely, let's go Yeah, come on